stuck in my ways. I'm stuck in the house for most of the day. I'm chasing my dreams or running away. All right, what is going on today? So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're watching this or listening to this at, welcome to Hey Mark, the podcast where I, Mark, get to talk about open and authentic problems that we go through, challenges that we face, adversities that we overcome, and how that helps shape us into the people that we are today. If my stories and perspectives aren't enough, I often interview people and talk to them about their struggles and their adversities that they've overcome, but also the goals that they're achieving and currently working on as well. I do this in hopes that I motivate other people and make them understand and feel, truly feel in their hearts that no matter what they are dealing with, they are not alone. And that includes you. No matter what you're going through right now, you're not alone. If you find this kind of content uplifting, if you find it kind of motivating, inspiring, or just kind of puts a new perspective in your head or makes you look at something a little bit differently, then please, all I ask is that you share this type of content with a friend, somebody that maybe is going through some struggles right now, has been through some struggles in the past, or just wants to carve their life into a new direction. If you know anybody like that, please share this episode with them because I am about to go over something that's very, very important. It is 2020. It's been a rough year for everybody. You know, we've had tons of different things going on in the media. We've had a pandemic, we've had protests, we've had so many different things going on. To top it all off, we've got a lot of problems going on in the economy and there's tons of stuff in the news making everybody kind of feel panicked. And it's been a really weird year. It's been a really weird time. So I wanted to share essentially my basic five tips to improve your mental well-being, your mental health and your mental I guess, mind state. And I've talked a lot about these types of topics before, but I just wanted to make a little refresher episode, basically talking about my five little principles or pillars that your mental health stands on and a couple of actionable items for each one as well. So you can kind of apply this to your life today and start working on these things one step at a time. So the first thing I'm gonna cover, number one is you got to start being physically active and this can be literally anything it could be going to the gym it could be going for a run it could be going for a hike winter's coming obviously if you live in vancouver or somewhere else that gets really cold you can get into ice skating skiing snowboarding whatever it is being physically active either indoors or outdoors preferably outdoors but if you can't do it outdoors then indoors is the go-to And what that's going to do for you is A, release a bunch of endorphins in your body, make you feel good, get that dopamine, serotonin rush. It's going to get you out of your room. It's going to get you out of your house, make you feel like you're part of society again, make you part of, you know, the rest of the community. Maybe you'll see other people and that's going to lead me into my next one. But before I move on there, being physically active is also going to keep you more goal oriented because you're going to have a goal set in mind when you are physically active, whether that's a muscle gain goal, a body fat loss goal, an endurance goal, or maybe just the goal to be physically active in and of itself that you're starting to achieve. Once you start getting these patterns solidified into your lifestyle, you're going to be moving more often, you're going to be feeling better, you're going to be feeling more confident, and you're going to have more energy to achieve the rest of these actionable items. So what can you do today? 
a little bit more than whatever you did yesterday. And what I mean by that is you don't want to just jump in and start pushing yourself extreme to the max on day one if you haven't been physically active recently because that is going to get you a lot of soreness and for most people that's going to turn you off from the physical activity in general so you're going to crank it up a little bit maybe 10 percent more every single day start going for a walk maybe park in the furthest parking spot when you get to the mall or the grocery store and make yourself walk a little bit more you know taking the stairs instead of an elevator whatever it is you're just going to dial it up slowly but surely 10 percent more each time that walk becomes a jog that jog becomes a run maybe a bike ride, whatever it is, but start by just slowly increasing whatever you're doing right now. Now, number two is start connecting with others. And the reason that that's going to help you out is like I said before, it's going to make you feel more connected in your community. You're going to feel like you have more of a support group. You're going to be able to be there for other people. You're going to be able to help them through whatever struggles they're having and you're going to start to feel good about yourself as a species as human beings we are social creatures we need to have that interaction you can't just be by yourself all the time because that's what leads to loneliness and that's also one of the contributing factors for depression anxiety and all of these terrible things that we don't want to deal with however if you are feeling like that, one of the quickest ways to snap yourself out of that loneliness style of thinking is to start connecting with others. So if you are wanting to stay socially distant, obviously you're not wanting to meet up with other people. Maybe you can with a mask at a social distance, two meters or six feet, whatever it is. If you're not comfortable with that, start using FaceTime, start using Skype, start using Zoom, start using a little bit more social media, maybe to do some live streams or just have some video conversations. At the end of the day, what you wanna do is just connect with other people, connect with the people that you care about, connect with the people that you love. And if you don't have those types of people, start cultivating those relationships with people that you already know. And I guarantee you, you're gonna start to feel better instantly. Now, I kind of touched on it already, but that bumps us to number three, which is start giving things to others. And I'm not talking about physical gifts, although I could be. If you feel like you want to give someone maybe a coffee on the way to work, or you want to send them, I don't know, a skip the dishes meal because you're thinking about them. It could be literally anything. What I mean by just giving somebody something could be your time it could be your attention it could be your love it could be good vibes it could be just sending somebody a song that reminds you of them i actually have a buddy of mine a close friend of mine and it sounds kind of weird but we always randomly just send each other songs that we know we're gonna like and it's kind of cool because then you feel like you know maybe someone's thinking about you they hear a song that reminds you of them and it makes you feel a little bit more connected. That's just one example of what you could do to start giving to somebody, but it could be literally anything. Just the notion of, you know, you're thinking about somebody else and you care about them and you just want to make them smile. And that right there is the best gift in my personal opinion that you can give to somebody. It sounds cliche, it sounds cheesy, but giving them a smile or a reason to smile is a huge gift, especially in a year like this year, where we all kind of feel, you know, anxious, upset, frustrated, whatever else you're feeling right now. The best way to deal with that is to give somebody else a smile. When you make someone else happy, it's going to make you feel happy. Even if it's not instantaneous, 
if you compound that every single day making somebody smile it will eventually rub off on you and start to give you a little bit more positive energy for yourself so that would be what i recommend number four is learn something new learn a new skill maybe it's something that you can start doing with your hands maybe it's origami maybe it's reading a new book maybe it's learning a new language maybe you know i spoke with zach murphy last week or a couple weeks back and he spoke about you know having to do a couple of repairs back out of his place he had to you know just replace a couple of doorknobs or deadbolt locks i think it was and he jumped on youtube and figured out how to do it himself this was something that added to his self-worth and his value. It made him feel good. He was able to help out his family and fix a couple things at his house and learn something new in the process. So that's one example of how you could start to learn something new and start gaining a little bit more self-worth and self-confidence and just feel a little bit better about yourself. Now, last but not least, number five, in my personal opinion, is the most difficult one, but it's also the most rewarding one other than making someone else smile. That's actually my favorite one. But number five is start to be a little bit more mindful and be more present in the moment. And you hear about these types of things in all sorts of you know happiness and motivational guru videos. Be present in the moment, meditate, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But there is something behind this, even though it is extremely difficult to do. And when I find myself in my darkest thoughts and moments, you know, I've always kind of chalked it up into one simple phrase, which is depression is living in the past, anxiety is living in the future, and happiness is living in the present. And what I mean by that is when I find myself to be very depressed, it's because I'm thinking back to past situations. I'm either wishing that I could have acted differently, spoke differently, handled something a little bit differently, or I'm missing something that I used to have in the past, something that I wish that I still had today, or maybe something that I messed up. When I find myself being very anxious, it's when I'm thinking about the future. It's when I'm thinking about maybe I won't get that job that I'm looking to get. Maybe I won't have that future that I'm expecting to have and maybe I won't achieve the goals that I really want to achieve. And I find that, you know, when I'm feeling these ways, whether I'm looking into the past or looking into the future, the best way to kind of bring myself back is to be present in the moment. And the way that I start by doing that is noticing my five senses and just kind of thinking about, you know, maybe the last thing that I tasted, maybe if that taste is still left on my tongue, if it's something like coffee or a lasting taste, if that doesn't work, think about, you know, my feeling, what I actually feel like at that moment. Am I cold? Am I hot? Am I smelling some sort of an aroma? Maybe something cooking in the background, maybe something that's uh, burning like a candle or an incense, maybe something outside like I can smell like the rain or something. I don't know. You know, I think about the sights that I can see. I think about all these senses that I have and it kind of makes me a little bit more present in the moment. Another technique is to focus on your breath. Another technique is just to kind of take a second and maybe combine all of those things. Maybe just focus on your breath for a minute, focus on your sense, focus on, you know, what actually is going on in the certain situation that you're dealing with. Is something that you're dealing with right now bringing up something from your past and triggering you in a certain way? Is it maybe making you think of somebody that you lost in the past and triggering you that way? Just be a little bit more present with the actual specific situation that you're dealing with. And if you need to take a break, take a step back and sit down and journal, maybe write down some of the things that are bothering you. 
and write down maybe some actionable items that you can start to do to work on the things that are bothering you. Being present is tough and there's a lot of apps out there that will help you out with meditating and a lot of YouTube videos you can watch, podcasts you can watch, books you can read, but at the end of the day, it's just taking a second to observe what you're going through instead of react to what you're going through. That's it. Those are kind of my five keys to maintaining your mental wellness, maintaining your mental well-being, your mental health, and keeping it in a good spot. If you find this video or podcast episode helpful, if you found like it gave you a new perspective, feel free to share this with somebody. But that's my rant for the day. I hope you got some sort of a value out of it. And if you did, thank you for supporting this movement. Honestly, I got to say it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. I love you so much. I hope you have a good day, a good week, a good month, and a good year for the rest of 2020. That's all I got for today. Much love and peace out. Have a good one. Cheers.